Hello and welcome to Conversations on Karate. I'm Sue. I'm Greg. And we're we're just shooting the breeze on a Monday morning. I thought you said shitting the breeze. <laughs> I can't. Shooting, 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 shooting the breeze. Shooting the breeze. Um, this is all well and good, by the way, but I actually can't see you, Sue. I'm talking to a blank screen. Okay. Well, lucky you. I know, right? Joyous <laughs> <laughs> start to the day. Please bear with us, folks. We're having some technical difficulties. I don't know what's going on. Okay. That's fine. It's really strange. There we go. You can see me now. I can see you now. I think it's probably your fault. Quite possibly. Anyway. So yesterday, we went to a seminar. We did. We did. And jolly good fun it was too. I, t- I think I think the nicest thing about that, this, I'm just going to, all the things that I really enjoyed about yesterday. First of all, I have to say this straight away. I did tell Les this. I think that was one of the friendliest seminars I've ever been to. Yeah, everyone was quite friendly, weren't they? Everyone was very friendly. Yeah. Les, Les was really, really uh, good. He's made a point of saying that several people have disabilities and you can't always tell what they are. So if someone doesn't want to train or they want to take the pressure down, just tell them it's fine. It's fine. Just be relaxed about it. I like that very much. Yeah. This is really good at that. And um, I I do like his takedowns off of kicks. Yeah, you like those, don't you? I do like those. I, um, I, I'm always wanting to try them. I'm, I'm always caught too quickly by kicks to uh, to have tried it in actual sparring, but I, I do like them. I do like them. I'm going to keep practicing and have a shot mm-hmm. at practicing some of those, I think. And what was the, it was Tai Sabaki. Is that right? Have I said that right? Yeah. Tai Sabaki was basically. Yeah, Tai Sabaki. And that was yes. I enjoyed that. And um, Ian did self-defense. Um, yeah. But I tell you what the nicest thing about it was. It was so nice to see all these people. Met Mary for the first time in person. Yeah. I know. We met all these people that we speak to or have yes. spoken to, but not actually met. Yeah. yeah that was the, for me, that was the best part of the day. That was the hugest Just part of the day. everyone. So it was, um, so shout out to Martin and Seymour from Germany. Nice, very yes. nice to meet. Such extremely nice guys. Oh. Tracy, yeah, they were lovely. Tracy Radley, mm-hmm. who uh, I've spoken to a little bit online. Really nice woman nice to meet you mary what a nice woman yeah. i grabbed i grabbed her lapels in in um one of the in chris's drill and yeah she, not, she, not just randomly not just randomly we all know this it's you know it's part of the drill and she complimented me on my grab i'm very proud of that moment <laughs> it's going to go down as a dear diary moment i impressed mary with my grabs so i'm really happy about that yeah well done Thoroughly nice to meet Chris Hansen in person. Very oh, nice to meet Chris, yeah. Oh, yeah, what a very nice guy. Yeah. And he was uh, he was graded. He got his certificate. Yes, he was. Um, I didn't actually catch an opportunity to find out what grade he got. Where did, where did he go to? Fourth Dan. Got his fourth Dan. Congratulations, Chris. Mm-hmm. Huge congratulations. Yes. That was amazing. And who else did we meet? Very nice to see Ian Abernathy again. Yeah, always nice to chat to Ian. 
that was lovely that was lovely and he um he said he would come and talk to us again on our podcast he did he did uh, so we're going to set that up again. yeah well before the year before the year ends before the year ends given ian's schedule it's extremely nice of him to say yes very very nice of him to say yes so we're going to try and squeeze that in before the end of the year mm-hmm. so actually if you have any very particular questions you want to ask him you know let us know oh yeah send them in and we'll ask we'll ask yeah. unless they're like really bad questions in which case we won't <laughs> well we might depends of course how bad we will. they get of course of course we will but really looking forward to seeing him but altogether, mm. a very nice day, which I'm paying for today. God, I'm tired today. Yeah, I'm tired today. It's one of those days where, because it's a seminar, it's not like you worked hard. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But it was just a long day. A long day. Long travel. Yeah, up in Guildford, a couple of hours for us, two and a half hours. Yeah. Well worth it. Mm. Well worth it. Lovely day. And as I say, just so nice to meet all these incredibly nice people. You just would, couldn't meet nicer people, really, could you? No, not really. Everyone's so helpful. Everyone willing to train at whatever level you want to train at. Yeah, And absolutely. beautiful day for it. And uh, stopping off for a burger and chips on the way home, as, as you know, wonderful, healthy people do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, and Christian Wedward as well. He was there, too. Yeah, he rocked up. That was Hadn't a nice expected. surprise. Yeah, that was that was awesome. It was so nice to hear his see his smiling face. Yes. So huge shout out to all of those people. Absolutely. Pretty good to meet them. And we had a we had a UFC. We did have a UFC as well. This isn't a UFC episode. Uh, our co-host for UFC is currently off in the middle of the desert or something somewhere. Mm-hmm doing something um, yeah i think he's perched on top of a mountain maybe floating above the mountain i don't know potentially mm. potentially um yeah but we've watched a little we watched the main event of the ufc oh the main event was incredible the main event so was happy. incredible so we're going to talk about that yes i haven't watched and, anything um, else you've watched some of it I need to, i'm going to go back today and catch up yeah i'm going to catch up on it today our only excuse is that um we went to a seminar all of yesterday. We were kind of occupied yeah. with that. And the last time we watched it in the car on the way, I got very sick. You got car sick. We had to pull over. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought best not to do that again. Joe's the driver. Joe Andrews. The lovely Joe yeah. Andrews with the beard. Beard fondling yeah. may come up later. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of talk about beard fondling. Um, <laughs> apparently Joe likes his beard fondled. <laughs> And people like to fondle it. So, are you a beard toucher? Write in and tell us, and we'll share your stories of beard touching. Yes. And if you'd like to fondle Joe's beard, I'm sure he's always happy. He does charge, he charges a small fee. You you can't invite that for him. You'll have to invite that for himself. No, I'm inviting it for him. I think I did startle Ian because as we were leaving, I asked him, we were having this conversation outside <laughs> as we left the seminar. Y- y- yes. I, did, I think I did startle Ian by asking him if his, if his beard ever got fondled. You did ask Ian that, yes. 
yeah. <laughs> and he thought he misheard and thought I said followed. He looked at me very startled. Oh, he did, yeah. <laughs> followed. What do you mean? Yeah. Uh, and he said, no, no, not really. But he did share how it kind of is grew out over the pandemic and then when he got to actually brushing it it's like no done with this now can't do this anymore get rid of it yeah that's what when I was talking to Ian about coming on the podcast we were like when was it the last time and he said god it was was it pre-pandemic oh yeah my god yeah it was it was it was um round about it must have been round about episode six um it was uh summertime we were still going into the studio in those days. It was definitely pre-pandemic. That's how I know because the first year of, of doing course, this yeah. thing, the first year and month and first year and a month of doing this, we were in the studio, yeah. and then everything went online, and we stuck with it because everything changed at the radio station. To be fair, in those days they didn't have somebody regularly in early early morning, and now they do all the way through the pandemic. They have fun, so that kind of put the kibosh on that fairly thoroughly. But we still got our picture of the desk up on our socials. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll do some studio shows. Yeah. Actually, if we yeah. ever did like a group or anything, that could be fun to do it in a studio. Yeah. Um, but for now, online is working. <laughs> so yeah, it the conversation. <laughs> I'm currently sat in a in a comfy chair. Uh, in my pajamas. So there you go same here that is, yeah that is behind the scenes behind the scenes for everyone. yeah behind the scenes I, I did um I think I think um I shared a short video of me recording the last UFC oh I saw that yeah when I was in France <laughs> sat in my PJs at the kitchen table in a in a little cottage in France <laughs> yeah and we still do the same thing so yeah for all those who think we do this with them um, geese on no we're going to remember we're going to do uh the next time matt's with us for the ufc yeah but we need headbands as well don't we we're getting headbands geese and i think maybe we should just put the video for that one out yeah let's do it just do a completely unfiltered unedited yeah ufc edition with three crazy people in pajamas yeah okay i think i might have to put camo on as well camo yeah why not okay fair enough do you have a camo gi no face oh <laughs> paint up the face channel your inner rambo i was gonna say might go try for rambo hair as well fill it yeah. up with grease or something <laughs> grease and yeah. sweat and blood speaking of speaking of rambo and sliced alone all I've been seeing online, and I love it, because obviously Leon Edwards' name nickname is Rocky. Yes. It's just compilations of that end of the fourth round where he looks completely defeated and broken, walking yes. into his corner. And yeah. his corner man going, come on, Leon, what are you doing? You've got to pull it out the fucking bag now. Yeah. And then... And then Get lively. The... Stop yeah. feeling sorry for yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Come on. And then it cuts to him landing that kick and the Rocky music plays. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes, Leon. It was, that was a beautiful moment. So, yeah, let's let's talk about that because, yeah, he wasn't even making eye contact with his corner. He, he was, was just broken. sitting. He was, he was. Fair play to him. That first round, though, first time was 
it's, it's, it's actually right. First time Usman's been taken down. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. It was a lovely trip. And he took the back yes. straight away. It was. He was. He nearly had that. Do you think he nearly had that choke on? Um, or not really? I, it was. I think if it, if he had longer left in the round, maybe. Maybe. Um, yeah, it's tough to say, really. I mean, yeah, that body triangle was tight. I don't think Usman was getting out of that body triangle. So, yeah, we'll never know. We will never know. But the first time anyone ever did that to Usman, and then he knocked him clean out. I mean, that was beautiful. Let's just talk about how he set that up, because he did a tiny little right hand, proper left. left no, little, there was a little right hand first, then a proper left hand. Oh, sorry. To make him go to the to the right and then delivered that beautiful head kick. Yeah, he made Based, him slip to the outside. Made him so, slip to the outside yeah. and then delivered the kick on his way. Oh, that was beautiful. beautiful. That so was nice. That was art right there. Yeah, it really was. It was incredible. And I love yeah. that. Sorry. No, I was going to say Rogan said like that might be the best UFC head kick knockout in history, just mm. based on how it happened, what was at stake, everything that happened before it, even the commentary team going, oh, man, well... He's done. He's done. This is, you know... Mm. He's broken. Everyone was saying he's broken, he's done, he's not good enough, not good enough to take down the best, and then bam! Yeah. And afterwards, he was so emotional. He was uh, so I, emotional. I was so pleased for him. Yeah. It's nice to have a an English guy with a title. Yeah. He seems like a really decent blokey as well. Yeah. Well, and I, yeah. Uh, and, and I just love the footage of his gym. Yeah. Absolutely erupted. The whole room just... And I love that his whole gym was there watching for him, yeah. rooting for him. And the whole room went off. If you haven't seen that, even if you don't like USC, go um, go find a highlights reel or something and find a bit that shows that win where they're sharing the footage of his gym because that's that is seriously what it's all about for me. It's like mm-hmm. everyone rooting for you and cheering you on. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah, massively happy for him. Yeah, yeah, and that shows just real grit. So just like, could, when you think of the, the the last couple of years that he's had, the amount of bad luck mm-hmm. of like well the last so it was UFC London in 2019 where he got punched by Masvidal at the back yeah and then after that he kind of just could not really get a fight and then obviously the pandemic and then the fight he did have got disqualified for an eye poke I think accidental mm-hmm. eye poke and then obviously he fought Diaz which it was an easy fight for him, but then he almost got knocked out in the fifth round. Mm-hmm. Just because, to be honest, probably due to complacency more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's good to see him finally get the chance he deserves. He did. He did. He stuck at it. He stuck at it in that fight. I couldn't be more happy for him mm. because he was he was done, and he but he just kept enough heart to be able to just take that shot it was when that it was corner. there. There's, you can't, you honestly, can't, it's like something out of, it is like something out of Rocky. That just corner speech before the fifth round. The image of him leaning over the cage, just completely broken. Mm-hmm. 
to then his corner just shouting at him like that and then yeah. going and winning is that doesn't happen often. Yeah. I like the phrase. There's a phrase I think we should use it. It's time to get lively. Yeah. It's time, time to, to get, get lively. Fucking lively, Leon. Get on. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Legendary. Very. Absolutely yep. legendary. Yep. Absolutely. Oh god, they're good. They're very good. Definitely watch that one. If you don't watch anything else from it, give that one a little look. Just for the sheer heart of the man and that kick. Mm. Wow. And to be fair, I really liked Usman's um, his response afterwards. I saw on social media. Mm-hmm. Wasn't bitter. Wasn't you know complaining. He was. He just you know. He said, "I love this sport." Fair play to Leon. Yeah. See you soon. And that's it. But yeah. Good. He's not done. I saw on social media a bunch of people saying, oh, it's the beginning of the end. It's like, oh, sorry. What, Usman? Yeah. No, No, not a chance. Absolutely not. No way. No, that was was beautiful. One to watch, one for the record books. It was was great. If you were going to grade that, let's give that a little grading. Yeah. Based on that end and 11. (laughs) 11 mat slashes out of 10. 11, yep. Yeah, amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh. We've got uh, next is Diaz and Hamzat Shemaev. Oh, that's going to be interesting. Um, it's going to be a slaughter. You think? Yeah. <laughs> Go on then, predict it. What do you think is going to happen? I think Hamzat's just going to bully him for five rounds. Really? Yeah, I can't, I don't just... As much as I love Nate Diaz, I don't see anything really going his way here. But hey, as yesterday proved, expect the unexpected. Okay, so that's um, 279, and that yeah. is on September the 11th. Yes, and then 280, sorry, 280 is the big one. That's Izzy, isn't it? No, that's... Um, oh, is that the one it, after? Islam and Oliveira. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the next one, Johnny Walker and Kutalaba. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. There's some names in there that I'm not so quite so familiar with. Okay. So, and some okay, names so, in there that I'm going to have to practice all right. <laughs> before I try and say them. Yeah, don't do the Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> Still makes me laugh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I ended up always just saying Khabib because I found it so hard to say a surname for months. Just every time I, I do it on my own, but as soon as I tried to say it in front of anyone, it just went wrong. So, yeah, Hamza and Nate, that will be interesting. Yeah. September the 11th, looking forward to that one. Yes, indeed. Okay, so the mini UFC inside the normal episode. Yeah, for sure. So, what else? What else is going on with us? Uh, oh, I did uh, an interview for Brian Duchet on uh, Everyday Martial Artist. You podcast, did? When's that uh, which out? Is, it's out now. It's out now. It's out now. So go and have a listen if you want to listen to me chat more nonsense. Uh, cool. Yeah, that's that. So what did you talk about on Everyday Martial Artist? Um, they just asked me general questions about my martial arts history Mm -hmm. 
kind of martial arts I do, things outside martial arts. It was just a general chat. It was a nice, really nice guy um, who we're going to have to have on here at some point, I think. It would be a really good chat. Um, okay. And I love what he's doing. He's trying to get all kind of martial arts podcasters on to just create a big network and stuff. And yeah, it was mm. good. It was weird to be interviewed. Yeah. I'm normally the one doing the interviewing. Mm-hmm. It's very strange, but it was good. I enjoyed it. Cool. Great. Yeah. Okay, everyone, go and look up Everyday Martial Artists. And um... all I remember mainly is the intro he gave me made me sound super cool. Did it? Way cooler than I actually am. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just going to steal that and just use it for everything. Oh, cool. I like it. Yeah, it was a great intro for me. Brilliant. It's all downhill after that when I actually start talking. But Yeah, fair enough. That, that sounds right. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. You're Thanks welcome. You're always welcome. <laughs> and, uh, and I did a little thing with uh, Whistle Kick. You did? Um, which um, comes out a bit later in the year. And um, I don't know where I'm going now. I've got lost. Fried. We are both a bit, a bit fried today. It was an extremely long day yesterday. Lovely. Yeah. Very, very lovely. An extremely long day. So and I think we've both got quite a lot on in our next few days. But Tuesday morning training. I'm enjoying your Tuesday morning training. Yeah, they're good, aren't they? Yeah, getting in about 50 minutes of solid, solid practice. work. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not really teaching so much as no, 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 no. practicing. Yes. Yeah. And I do like that. But me too, because it means I can just crack on and train. It must be frustrating for a, for somebody who teaches to get their training in. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I don't get anywhere near as much training in as I want to. Um, so your main learning time, your main training time is probably more jujitsu than classes right now. Yeah, way, way more. Yeah. 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 Um, but that's fine. That's what it is, what it is. The Tuesday mornings are, are always good. So I just need to make sure that I actually use the Tuesday mornings mm. productively. But yeah, no, it's all good. I mean, the last time we were doing it, you didn't do quite so much practice because you were helping me and Dave with some groundwork quite a lot. So you didn't get as much practice in yourself. No, that's fine. Yeah. This Tuesday, I'll, I'll get some. I'll get the gloves on. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. we'll do some sparring. Yeah, we will. And then I'm not sure. Joe's back now. Joe's been off for two weeks. Joe yeah. has been in France. Yeah, Francine, Polyvu. Yeah, so I've been holding the fort for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Which was good. It was good fun. It has been. It's been different having, I know that you teach one class and Joe teaches another, but it's quite different having you teach the Thursday class. And I've always liked the mix-up. I like that mix-up. I think that maybe sometimes Joe should do the Sunday class or you should do the Thursday one. Mm. Not anything to do with me, obviously, but it's it's just, it's a nice mix-up for us, the students. It, It mixes up what we're expecting. Mm. The things are then different for us. 
which is bad. No, absolutely not. It's not bad. Absolutely not. Yeah, it's a different crowd on Thursday, so it's it's different. Um, yeah, it's a different crowd, different people. Mm. So everyone did really well, though. I was going to ask you something. Yeah, go on, ask it. Why don't more people come to seminars? What do you mean, more people? What from our group? Any people, any people of lower grades or of uh, different grades. Um, I remember when I went to Ian's first, which was in when I was a purple belt, I think, maybe a purple and white belt. I, I had a lot of I'm not good enough to be here feelings before I went. And mostly the people that you see at seminars, and I mean the majority, not all, but the majority are, are high grades. Yeah, it's true, actually. It's very true. But but why? Why why is that? Know. Is is that are they not is it not made clear that they're well open to everyone, or is it actually are they not open to everyone? No, they're open to everyone. I don't I don't know. Is the honest answer to that? Don't know. When I went to Ian's first one, um, honestly, it blew my mind being there, learning from somebody world class and being taught in a way that I'd not been taught before. Was did I think it did wonders for me, to be honest with you. Um, I, I learned some stuff, a couple of drills from that. One drill from that I've never forgotten. But I think what it was for me mostly was was just um, seeing how much I could take out of a kata, how much was in there, how many techniques and what I could use kata for to really unpack. It was the first time, I know we'd done bunkai many times before that, but it was, I think, the first time I'd seen it unpacked so completely and then applied so effectively in really short bursts so that you could, you know, so it wasn't like a full flowing through um, bunkai as I've seen, as as I've seen and done many times, not that there's, um, it was, you know, it was kind of like, right, here's a move and every single part of this move we're now going to use. Mm. And then you can finish it, you know, in in this way or this way it can flow through, it can not flow through. And it was just having it delivered by somebody like that opened my mind up to what we were doing in a way that I'd never had before. Seriously, mm. it was amazing. And I think I'm lucky that probably my first seminar was with someone like Ian, with that yeah. nice, broad-minded, intelligent way of teaching. Yeah. And it just just made me think, should so many more people actually up and coming should be doing this kind of stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why people don't do it. I don't know if that's the same in other arts, if it's mainly high grades that go to seminars or not. I don't know. Mm. But, yeah, strange. It's a shame, I think. Yeah, I mean, there was a few lower grades there yesterday, but the the vast majority were black belts. Mm. Yeah. If you've never been to a seminar, I would genuinely love to know why. You know, yeah. if if people listening have never been to one, is there? Is it because you don't want to? Cost, practicality, all of which are completely relevant. I know from looking on forums that people, you know, 
they're in a particular part of the world and seminars don't go there very often, that makes a lot of sense, you know, because you've got to factor in the travel costs and the impact on yeah. time. But that aside, is there a reason that you wouldn't go? I'd love, I truly would love to know. Yeah, yeah, let us know. No. Or also, it might be just not sure who to go to. Always recommend Ian. I'd recommend Ian all day. Hmm. Yeah, it would be it'd be interesting to know. Today's puzzle. Why do we do the things we do? <laughs> God knows. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. What else is puzzling you about the karate world? Oh God, there's always things. <laughs> But that's probably not. <laughs> There's always things puzzling about the karate world. The weird bunch. <laughs> Myself included. Oh, well, that goes yeah. without saying, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I'm trying to think what else we've got coming up in terms of karate, our karate. What's happening with our league? You've been to, you were talking about a league. Um, do you think that that might happen at some point when we're yeah, kind of we're free it for will. it? It will. I want it to. At the moment, it's just trying to figure out. I mean, who actually wants to do it? And then the, you know, sometimes you'll get people that say they want to do it and then don't. When it comes to it, they're kind of yeah. like, oh, that sounds a bit a bit intense. Yeah. So. I'll, I'm going to speak to Joe about it tomorrow and work out a plan. Yeah. Is it is it just going to be sparring? Because it occurred to me that maybe some people might not really want to spar or feel like that's their thing, but might like to perform a kata. Uh, Joe wants to do a kata league. I'm not fussed about it because I don't think... I mean, we don't spend that much time on competition-style kata. So, I mean, but yeah, if people want to do that, they can do that. I'll see. Depends how many people want to do it. Yes. Yeah, we'll see. I'm liking learning Kankudai. Yeah. Mm. I was, um, I had a nice session with uh, with James the other day, who was an excellent teacher, may I say. Excellent. Very precise. So, took apart. The, the just the first few moves and did those until they were perfect. I really enjoyed that. Good. I am finding it a confusing kata. It's like right Why? into techie, bit beyond Dan. Yeah. <laughs> bit of Heian. Oh my god. Backwards and forwards. And um yeah. yeah, and it's long. It's long, it's long. It is. Yeah, it's one of those that drones on a bit. It does a bit, does a bit, but I've got to get it learned. So I'm focused on that right now. Yeah, yeah I do like it. It's a nice one. I think I did that for my grading as well. First one of the ones. No, yeah. before I, it was one of the ones Ian asked to see. Oh, really? Right, right, right. Yeah. I think so. Because I had the ones I was I was doing, and then Ian was like, "Can I see this?" I was like, "Yeah, okay." Let's hope I don't fuck it up. I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> that was an intense grading, though, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. yeah. It was. How long do you have to wait till your next one? 
uh, I don't know, another couple few years. Yeah, I'm not overly fast, to be fair. No, I know. Not overly fast. <laughs> Do you think there comes a point when it just doesn't really matter anymore? Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. It it means it really doesn't mean anything. Once you get no, I don't think so. When you get to a certain grade, I think just formality at that point. It's not really. I don't think it's really necessary. I put it this way: I wouldn't be fast if I was a forever fourth Dan from now on. Really? No, couldn't care less. No, could not care less. But it's got to be, yeah, it must be another. When was it? Two, 20, it was pre-pandemic I did my, my grade, so <clears throat> it must be end of 2019, so. Yeah, another couple of years anyway. It must have been, yeah. Yeah. So It must have been. Know. It was November. Years, my views might change. And I might be like, I want my fifth down. Give it to me. Give it to me now. But I doubt it. I doubt it. I don't think it's um, very much your thing, being overly fussed about gradings. No. I just like improving. So. And cross-training is doing that for you quite a lot, isn't it? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, to be honest, I think I'd be more, uh, I'd be more keen to get a blue belt in jiu-jitsu than I would be to get a fifth down in karate. Really? Yeah, yeah. 100%. We'll see. I wonder if I'll ever get a belt in jiu-jitsu. I have to show up first. I was going to say you got started first. <laughs> I will do. It'll get there. I will get there. Yeah. I will get there. <laughs> I was um, I was talking to Mary yesterday and saying, um, she asked me when I was going to grade or, or something, and, she's, and, um, and she said, look, just stay injury-free, all right? <laughs> That's all. Just stay injury free. Just just don't hurt yourself. Okay. Everything will be all right. They've told you you can do it. Just just trust them and stop worrying about it. It'd be fine. And I wasn't even talking about how endlessly worried I was about it also. So you could obviously see it in my eyes. Mm. <laughs> yes. She has that power, I feel. She does have the power. She sees right through you. Mm. Can tell that actually. She looks at you. It's like <gasps> I walked up to her and she said, do you need a partner? I was like, yes, Mary, has to be you. <laughs> yeah, it was lovely to meet Mary. She's so cool. She's going to come down to somewhere in Somerset, she thinks, to do a self-protection yeah. course. Yeah, she's around, isn't she? She's around. So we'll, have to, we'll have to catch up with her. See if we can catch up with her either at or near the course, if she's going to be in this area. Maybe we could like just grab a coffee with her. Maybe we'll stick yeah. a microphone under her nose and I she was can gonna say, yeah, if we do that, drop, we'll just drop some wisdom. Interview, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I'd love to. I could talk to Mary quite happily. And um, her stuff on self defense, every now and then I see her stuff on self defense and share it with you. And it's just like it's masterful. Yeah. It's masterful. The you know, the the, the things I've seen have been um whiteboards and sticky notes I think full of um, the people who are participating sharing the stuff that makes them um, potential targets potential victims 
mm-hmm. what they're dealing with, what's going on in their lives. Which, you know, if you then showed that to a bunch of 50-year-old guys, it would be completely different, which is kind of the point about self-defense not being not being that generic in terms of, you know, how to keep yourself safe. It's it's the least generic thing, in my opinion, self-defense. There are definitely generic skills you can have. Mm Mm-hmm like common sense skills of don't walk down that dark alley when there's a group of hooded youths there. Yeah, we were talking about this yesterday, weren't we? Came yeah. up when we were coming home. And, um, you know, there's, I think there's there's a huge difference between being paranoid and being aware. And yeah, of course, yeah. Joe was sharing a, um, a story about when he parked his van somewhere and just got, the creeps no 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 no. this is not a sensible plan i need to move the van somewhere else where it feels less vulnerable it's just like listen to that instinct it's a good yeah, one absolutely you know um and i was saying how i was walking down the road and perfectly nice day everything lovely and i just got completely got the creeps off a bunch of people who were coming towards me filling up the whole pavement i don't get the creeps very often mm. you know i i like a lot of people, I live in a safe place. I wander around it all the time. Not a problem. So when I get the creeps, I pay attention. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Just, of course like, you do, yeah. Get get off the pavement. Just be somewhere else really rapidly. Yeah. And they are the generic skills of, you know, like a just awareness and common sense. But as far as self-defense goes, it's probably it's, it's incredibly specific, I think. You have a room full of, you have a room with a 10-year-old boy, an 18-year-old girl, a 70-year-old woman, and a 23-year-old guy. Mm. They're all going to need drastically different things based on the environments they're likely to be involved in. Yeah, and I think oh, that's that's pretty key, isn't it? Likely to be, yeah. you know, I mean, if you're caught up in... um. Like we were saying yesterday, if you're caught up in an event that is happening around you, like a a massive fight or an incident that is happening in your vicinity, then that's different. Everyone will be affected in the same way. Everyone needs to protect themselves in a similar way. But, yeah, in our lives, it's very different. Mm. And um, so looking forward to getting into that a little bit more with Mary. I'd love to hear more about her her uh, self-defence that she's going to be doing in Somerset. So we'll keep you posted on that one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cool. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Anything else? No, I'm just doing lots of practice now. The next few weeks are just going to be practice, 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 I think. Mm-hmm. But today will be some practice, some cancer practice, but it's not going to be intense. I think I'm going to do a bit of yoga and go for a walk. Nice. Just walk off the uh, the tiredness from yesterday mm. and get a bit of yoga in because I'm feeling very, very stiff and that does never suit, that never suits me. I always find I do better if I do some deep stretching. Yeah. Deep easing out for me actually makes everything better. So some time is going to be spent on doing that today. Nice. You're off to jujitsu today. I'll be, yeah, I'll train at lunchtime um, and 
do a few other bits and pieces and then chill out for a bit. Cool. That is my day. That is your day. Right, well, you have a good day. You too. Everyone listening to us, thank you for listening and have a good day too. Yes, and we'll be training tomorrow morning, bright and early. We will. We'll be training bright and early. So, thank you everyone, and we will catch you very, very soon. Yes, goodbye. Bye-bye.